Catorce. Hello, hello. Hello. May I please go vertigo? Vertigo. <laughs> May I please go? Wow. It's, you really, know? it's impressive that you are able to sing that song without ever having heard it. <laughs> it's not very nice. <laughs> I thought that was a compliment. <laughs> Welcome to Bruise Day Tuesday Podcast, episode 365. I'm Sam Ginsberg, and here is the warrior nun of podcasting, Tyler Driveland. I like to think of myself as the Tiger King, thank you. <laughs> but uh, hey everybody, welcome to another episode. We're going to be talking about uh, voting and buying and suing. And we're going to talk about all of that with Jedediah Farber. Hey, Jed. Hey, Tyler. Hey, Sam. How's it How's it going with everyone? It's uh, going pretty good. Sam was cooling himself off by rubbing that beer bottle against his tiny little forehead. Is it a heat wave over there, Sam? It's hot as shit out here, dog. It's killing me. Oh. That'll come into play for my story this week. <laughs> <laughs> what a great That's piece. a secret tool we'll use later. <laughs> Well, Jed, I can't wait to listen to that story with you, and I can't wait to listen to you tell us about what beer you have. Yeah, all right. Well, I just uh, just picked it out. I rated Doug's selection because Doug drinks beer specifically for the taste. He doesn't often drink to get drunk, so he usually has a very nice selection in the fridge. What a fine today, modern gentleman. <laughs> yes, today I stole blackberries <laughs> in <laughs> blackberries in peach space, tart shake, Indian India Pale Ale, which is uh, Cinderland's uh, brewery, which is in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I've been there. The adju- its adjuncts are listed: blackberry puree, peach puree, milk sugar, vanilla bean. All right. So, does that make sense to you guys? Yes. It does. I understand. Mm. All right. Well, it's very red. Also, I guess I should note the color. I don't usually do that. Mm. But first impression is I can definitely taste the blackberry and I can taste like a cream, like a very soft hint of like a, like vanilla cream soda, like that type of sure. flavor, which I guess is the vanilla bean and the milk sugar perhaps. But uh, yeah, it's really nice. It's not, it's a little tart from the, from the blackberry, I guess, but it's not very sour. Are those things different? Yes. They feel different. So yeah, I like it. It's very refreshing. It's hot as balls here, so really anything cold I would like be very excited about, but this is, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan so far. You know, Jed, I don't know what it is. I think the quarantine has done something to you, because like, the last two or three times you've been on, you've said like actual things about beer, and I'm just, I'm so happy to see it. I'm trying so hard. <laughs> That's good. It's good. Uh, what was the ABV on that, by the way? Oh, yeah. Um, where is the ABV? I don't know. It's so there's so many things that it lists so well on here, and I actually don't. I think it's it doesn't list the ABV, so I'm gonna have to look it up. Okay, that's fine. That's devastating. Uh, 
I have another in my series of which uh, light craft beer is best from Bell's. I've got Bell's Lighthearted Ale, a locale IPA. It's uh, basically an NA beer because it's only 3.7% ABV. It is it pours with a kind of thick head, similar size bubbles, completely clear, uh, kind of a dark golden color. It smells uh, sweet and a little, not fruity, but like sugary, maybe? Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. Ooh. Nope. Don't like it. Yeah. Unfortunate. I think it's using that same kind of weird, like, fruit substitute that uh, Slightly Mighty was using. It has a very similar taste to Slightly Mighty. I think that's where that kind of sugary, sweet nose came from as well but it feels weak and there's a lot of that oiliness slickness um at the back that i don't enjoy uh, uh. so as of now um freaking uh easy ringer by victory i think i think it's victory is still the best locale craft that i've had do you think mm. this is uh this between the sweetness and the lightness uh intended to appeal to people who don't usually drink beer like, I feel like what puts people off, even with a light beer initially, is bitterness, even though it's not a beer that I would at this point consider bitter. Do you think there's this extra sweetness to offset that? No, because it has a lot of that kind of, like, bitter oiliness that I was talking about, you know? Well, I mean, oiliness, I don't feel like people notice mouthfeel when they start drinking beer. Mm-hmm. You might be right. Uh, no, I, I, I don't think so, though. Like, um... mm, Tell me I'm right. I, I mean, you could be right, but incorporating, like, the design and the name, like, Lighthearted is clearly a reference to Two Hearted, so I think they're kind of aiming at people who already know their product. Um, just that, I I mean, you could be right, though, if that's what you need to hear. Jed mm, says I'm right. <laughs> okay, well, uh, you're going to be right about whatever you say about the beer you're drinking, so what do you have? That, I mean, that's actually, that's a big compliment. You you hold my opinion in such high esteem. <laughs> I figure you're not going to lie to me. You're not going to be like, well, I taste a lot of elderberry in like some fucking chocolate stout or whatever. Um, I do have a stout. I know that... This is an elderberry stout. Weird. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we've had so many different Marble Halva stouts on the show, like 30 or 40 of them. And I feel like people are get, getting sick of hearing about just a, a normal, basic Marble Halva stout. So I have an Imperial Marble Halva stout. From Untitled okay, can you Art here. Explain to me what you're talking about. And me. Uh, I think the idea is it's a stout that's supposed to taste like marble halva, uh, and it's and it's 12 percent ABV, so they decided to throw Imperial on there. What is marble halva? Well, halva is like halva to me is in that category of desserts, like old timey desserts that like just aren't good anymore because now we know how to get sugar from stuff. <laughs> Like how, how, you know, for a time, just like dates were dessert. Right. <laughs> so it's like a baked good that I put in that category of shitty desserts for old people. Okay. Like, uh, like, uh, what's that, uh, like biscotti? Get out of here with biscotti. I think biscotti's all right. Oh, uh, it's like, why don't I take this bread and make it as dry and crumbly as I possibly could? And then put the barest hint of sugar in there to trick you into thinking you're enjoying this. So the nice thing about biscotti is 
if you're a, a beardo, you eat biscotti, you get all those crumbs in your beard. Now yes, your dogs are your friends all day. Yeah. You know what? You're right, Sam. All of a sudden, I like it. Yep. Okay. Is is it a hot take to say that scones are not good also? I've had good that, scones. I like I've scones, good, dude. Yeah. I've, I've never had a good scone. I think biscotti is at least crunchy. You can at least have fun with the crunchiness. Scones no, are just like... The, I think you're going to the wrong scone, people, my dog. I think I am, too. Yeah. So tell me about this marble hall of a beer. Uh, yeah, it's mostly... Um, the flavor profile is mostly darkness and booze like it's 12 percent, so i get that it's boozy but it, now what does darkness taste like uh i guess like a, a dark beer taste so like okay. deep deep rich malts i guess is what i mean you know it tastes like uh the never-ending void uh <laughs> this the absence of light no it, yeah. it, it's yeah it's uh like i i feel like usually i would get like chocolate or coffee notes from this and i'm not i'm just getting uh dark malts okay I gotcha. Maybe maybe a hint of like a, a fruity character that I can't quite identify. There's, hmm. there's not a whole lot to it. All right. Well, you're over there in Wisconsin, so we're going to do an article that somewhat features Wisconsin. From Madison.com, <gasps> we've got... I know that city. <laughs> beer Baron. How much does buying beer at a brewery instead of at a store help it financially? Uh, I guess the Beer Baron is like... The guy you ask questions to, who works for Madison.com or whatever. And uh, so somebody asked, you know, does it help to buy beer directly from the people? And the answer, you guys want to take a guess? Yes, definitely a lot. A a lot. Way to go, you guys. Yeah. (laughs) You solved the puzzle. Yeah, like obviously, because most states, including, I guess, Wisconsin, have this tiered system where you sell it to a distributor who sells it to a store. You have to sell it kind of low so things can get upcharged to the final price that you see at the store. And if you buy it directly from a brewery, they can charge, you know, like whatever price you're going to see at the store. But they get all that sweet cash instead of having to go through two other layers. Well, that was largely expected. Also, they're not selling it in bulk. When you sell in bulk, it's understood that you're selling it at a lower price. So that's true. That makes sense. You can't. That's true, too. You can't really buy it directly from the bar in bulk unless you have a problem. Wow. I didn't know that Lauren Horst was also going to be a guest on this show today. I think it's Hurst. Yeah, it's Hurst. Look, I can only pronounce one of his goof-ass names correctly, okay? Just call him the big (laughs) unit. That's what everyone knows him as. That's true. That's true. Or Lauren with a D. (laughs) (laughs) It's also true. This also says uh, the the beer baron claims that he is not or she. I guess I assumed the beer baron. Be baroness. Baroness would be a she. Now, why do we have to distinguish though? I mean, this it individual decided baron. to name themselves, and you're the one who brought up pronouns. <laughs> well, yeah. don't I look like a fool? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Uh, so the beer baron says that he has not heard of any uh, like uh, breweries shutting down in Madison during the corona or not in Madison in Wisconsin during the coronavirus. Sam, have you? Uh, no, I have not. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, although my guess is the ones that would go under would be the super small ones. Uh huh. So, and they're... you're not really like into supporting local scene or anything. No, it's like it's that. more yeah. like like things like uh, New Glarus, which is ostensibly craft but like bigger craft that's not what's in danger it, there there are a bunch of small breweries around here that i 
I know and I feel like I would have heard about if they went out of business. But, like, there's also a bunch of small breweries in Milwaukee and Door County and, you know, other places in Wisconsin that I wouldn't have heard about super small companies going under. So I can really only speak to, to the Madison area is what I'm saying. Okay. Well, in any case, uh, you should go out and, as much as you can, buy booze from the brewer because it helps them and it's good for them staying open during the rona so end of article <laughs> all righty well in conclusion common sense prevails <laughs> isn't it nice to have an article where that happens though i feel like it's a rarity nowadays well i mean i'm yeah. still waiting on your alternate take because usually we like to um have a little conflict and jed and i kind of Came down on the same side, okay. by the way. All right, all right. It's not good to buy it from the brewery because think of how many people the uh, distributors and the grocery stores employ. And if you're buying it directly from the brewery, they might shut down, and that's bad for the economy. So you you would say you're a capitalist? True or false? Uh, my name is Tyler Gordon Gecko Dryblatt. <laughs> Tyler Glengarry Glen Ross Dryblatt. <laughs> My parents really hated me. <laughs> they were like, this guy's going to be a dork. Let's name him accordingly. Why did we name him this? <laughs> I was trying to think of a funny C for always be C, and I couldn't, I couldn't think of a funny or witty joke in time. Always so. be Choden. I was thinking crying was as close, <laughs> as, as much as a diss as I could figure out. Always <laughs> be cack. <laughs> Oh, I had a question. Oh, this is completely unrelated to the article, but the article is over, so who gives a shit? Um, have you guys talked about like the glitter beer bullshit? Yeah, like two years ago. That's what I thought because my friend got a glitter beer, told me about it, and was like, "Have you ever heard of this?" And I thought in my head that it had been covered on this podcast, and I couldn't. I could only vaguely remember, and I looked it up, and it was like, "Oh, this fad has come and gone." Yeah. Did yeah, it just fail wholly? Yeah, because it it's stupid. Yeah, right. I haven't heard about a glitter beer in years. Yeah. I, I was very surprised. She got it on tap somewhere. It was popular at the same time those, like, Starbucks glitter things were popular, and they're uh, both done now. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it, it actually seems weird that it failed because I think that there are plenty of people that would be interested in glitter beer for the novelty. Like, I can see it making a resurgence just because it failed so hard the first time. Like it's still novel it, because it never got a foothold. I think it's like, it, crystal, like Crystal Pepsi. I, I think the issue with it, both for beer and for coffee, is that glitter is for children and drinks for grown-ups are for grown-ups. You're wrong. Yeah, there's so much nostalgia out there. There's so much nostalgia out there. Are people nostalgic for glitter? Is this a girl thing? I don't mean to be a sexist here. It's not just. It's not just a girl thing. Like I know a bunch of folks, male and female, who are into like those Lisa Frank stickers again. You you know them. You know them. Look them up, Jeff. It's it's just like like a horse in all of its colors and it's cartoonish right that's the idea of it's Lisa like Frank. yeah it's just like usually like rainbow shit and like oh okay yeah. okay yeah but like that's yeah, just I for girls that... like if it i guess it i'm i'm kind of hearkening back to elementary school here if i saw a boy with a lisa frank notebook i definitely wouldn't yeah. bully him but i would take note to not be friends with him because i would yeah. i would get some uh 
some cast-off bullying. Like, just, if there's uh, an AoE attack of bullying, I don't want to be in range. No, I, that's not what I'm saying. I agree with you, but I'm saying now both men and women are into those stickers, so you'd think both men and women would be into the glitter beer. I don't think I've I changed think that, my stance. I think if I think if I found out one of you guys was really into Lisa Frank stuff, I would actively distance myself just in case. I think that wow. says more about how you know us as people than it does about dudes liking yeah. Lisa Frank stuff. I think really what it says is that I'm a coward. I think you're a coward, yeah. but you're just, it's also, you have just so much masculine energy that you just don't, <laughs> that you don't know how to, yeah, you, you don't know how to deal with, with any sort of feminine energy. Sam you know? covered his notebooks Scares. in Anne Frank stickers, which was a lot sadder. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Is it, how many, <laughs> okay. How many of the rotating guests are Jews on this podcast? Like more than you'd think. Just two. <laughs> you, you and Zach. Okay, and how many other regulars are there? Three, probably. Okay. Three, so five total, you're saying? Yeah. It's okay. a five-week rotation, which has been shortened to four weeks since Three Stacks got pregnant. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, okay, that's... Uh, I was just thinking that, you, you know, there's just... A lot of opportunity on this podcast for Jew for Jew related content. Yeah, there is. That, you know, a, l- a lot of other podcasts don't get that. That's why people tune in. <laughs> that's why that's why anti Semites tune in is to hear Jews get bullied. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the number one podcast for bullying Jews in America. Could could be true. Could be true. Oh my goodness. I've been thinking a lot, actually, about the whole, like, feminist energy thing, feminine energy thing. Like, you... Okay. Was, wait, wait. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, I know. I was gonna I was gonna cut the first line, but now I can't. I, I did yeah, mean I feminine energy, and I misspoke. Just, uh... Because you see in, like, TV and stuff all the time where, like, the young girl wants to give the masculine male character a makeover and then it's funny because it's it's this like tough guy but he's got glitter on his face and stuff and i think that it's a likelihood that at some point i'm going to have to let my daughter paint my nails and that's something i'm perfectly willing to do but it's also something i'm really not looking forward to like i'm definitely looking forward to her happiness but like i don't want fucking painted nails dude and Sam, I don't. I feel like that makes me an asshole. So heteronormative, Sam. Yeah, I think Tyler and I are way in the same camp over yeah. here, where we are like, man, if my daughter wanted to paint my nails, I would just have painted nails from now on. <laughs> Jed and I are Jed and I are gay space communists, so you're not gonna have <laughs> us on your side over here. It's, yeah, it's yeah. it's so wild. I guess this is just how I've selected my friends, but I feel like if I had a conversation with two randomly selected Americans, I would be by far the furthest left in the conversation. But but, yeah. with, but when I'm talking to you guys, I'm uh, like a, a Reagan file all of a sudden. <laughs> I think that that's like my friend, one of the biggest, most political people I knew in high school was a Democrat. And he knew about politics, knew about Democrats and Republicans and all this shit. And he would tell me about stuff and I didn't really get it. I didn't know anything. And then he went to Oberlin, and he was like, let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm 
like the most conservative person in this call. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. But uh, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, no, but Sam, I want to hear uh, more about why you feel uncomfortable when your daughter wants to paint your nails. Yeah, I want to dig, dig into this. I do too. Can you also list other things that you think your daughter's going to want to do that would most people would consider normal daughter things and you're very uncomfortable with the thought of them? <laughs> it's okay. So I think very uncomfortable isn't correct because it's not like it's not like I would be saying, oh, oh, I hate it the whole time. It's just like, it, I think it, I think it just comes down to like, I have a very specific shitty personal aesthetic that uh like painted nails and like i like i guess the other thing would be like you know blush and eyeshadow is like the type of thing that at least that's what you see on tv i don't know how realistic any of this shit is but that that stuff doesn't fit my personal aesthetic so i'd like to remove it for the viewers uh sam i think you should post a photo with this with this episode no i just, just to show I don't need to post a photo. Show, just, what your, show what your aesthetic is. Just imagine Joseph Gordon-Levitt grew a beard. Bang. You got me. You don't have to. You don't need a picture. <laughs> and he was super Jewy. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that, like, I, I've, I've really fostered a look or anything, but I, I think, it, it, like, there are just certain things that I guess are ingrained in me as not for me. Like, um... I would actually count jewelry among those, and it was, like, a mental hurdle for me to, like, get okay with wearing a wedding band. Mm-hmm. And, like, the the fucking married dudes that that have diamonds on their on their wedding bands are just like, oh, we're immediately, we can't be bros. This, uh, this is, this is not okay. I don't know what that's about. That's, it's, it's something that's, like, it honestly, like, now that I'm, like, actively thinking about it. It makes me understand more people people who really hate because <laughs> be, because these things are ingrained in them so hard that it's not that they it's not that they can explain it it's just that it's part of who they are and I can't tell you why I have this like significant aversion but I do what else more takes yeah. more things that you hate I don't know you know, women, the blacks. I was; those were two things that I was going to suggest. Maybe you would list also. <laughs> I I love women. I I, I, lo- I love the blacks. I don't see many of them here in Wisconsin, but I'm sure they're doing fine wherever they are. I think just having you say I love the blacks is enough. Yeah, I think okay, we got <laughs> the punishment has ceased. Jesus you're Christ! Sure, you're sure they're doing fine wherever they are. Seems, seems an untimely comment, TBH. <laughs> Fuck. Um, it's yeah. okay. The episode title is Sam Gets Cancelled. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, that's interesting, and I get it to an extent, but also uh, fix yourself, dog. Fix yourself. I think it's good to talk about it. Well, Keep so the, the thing is, I don't think it's a problem if it as long as it like doesn't make me behave incorrectly. Like Well, I think you just said that you were going to avoid friendships with people wearing diamonds. <laughs> so that seems like an irrational decision that has been affecting the way you make relationships. No, I uh No, I I, uh, uh, I, I, I I'm busted. No, I'm, uh, I'm busted. That one in particular I stand behind. 
I think I have I think I have enough evidence to support my point. What if we start a new podcast called Bullied Better and it's about bullying Sam into being a better person? What if we start a podcast called The Diamond Boys and we just wear <laughs> a shitload of bling? <laughs> Becca likes it. Becca likes that one. <laughs> the fact that Becca laughed at that also reveals a startling the startling reality that most of the things Tyler says, Becca does not <laughs> find funny. <laughs> like to know that Becca is all is able to laugh on Mike, <laughs> and this might be the first time it's ever happened. <laughs> she's always there too. I know she is always there. <laughs> this is taking a turn for the worse. <laughs> You went from your highest of highs to your lowest of lows. <laughs> Pull a ripcord and get out of here. Uh, talk about the lowest of lows. Let's go to uh, the unfortunately named porchdrinking.com. For this article, Stone Brewing disputes trademarks with Kentucky Brewery and 100 other brands. This is a bit of a follow-up. We had reported a while ago that uh, Stone Brewing had filed some sort of injunction against Keystone because – their bottle packaging, it's possible to just see the word stone on it now, and so Stone Brewing said that that infringed. Apparently, they have been doing more than just issuing things to, to big beers. They've been going after some smaller breweries. Apparently, a smaller brewery in Moorhead, Kentucky, called Sawstone, uh, has received some sort of legal notice from Stone that they don't want them using that name. Uh, they don't want it to be registered as a trademark because they think it might confuse the customer. Oh, man. Okay, so when I saw just this headline, I kind of had my arguments for, like, on Stone's behalf in my head. Like, kind mm -hmm. of thinking, I'm going to be the devil's advocate in this discussion. Yeah, um, yes. And they don't work, is the thing. I was all ready to be the odd man out for this article, but like, there's so there's all this stuff with copyright law that uh, I hate. Uh -huh. So this is going to seem like a tangent, but I'm making a point here. There's a um, in Frederick, Maryland. There's an ice cream and burger stand called that was for for most of my life uh, called Cheeseburger and Paradise. Uh-huh. And they had good burgers and unbelievably good ice cream. Okay. Uh, and then Jimmy Buffett got wind of this place and f legally forced them to change their name. And I really liked what they did with it. They called themselves Beef and Buns and Paradise. <laughs> and And so for a while, I, like, thought, what a fucking asshole Jimmy Buffett is. But then I learned more about how copyrights work. And the thing is, if you don't uh, actively fight infringements, you can lose yep. your copyright. So it yep. might be that Jimmy Buffett was like, yeah, it's fine. They can they can call it that. Like, who gives a shit? And then found out, oh, I could, I could lose my copyright across the board. So you can't, like, pick and choose is the thing. Right. So I was thinking Stone's probably not being assholes here. They, they probably are, like, just trying to make sure that they don't lose their copyright, and it, like, sucks that this is how it works, but Stone didn't make the law. I'm not going to get mad at Stone over this, but Sawstone Brewing and, like, 
you can't have stone is too common a word you can't just say that anytime those five letters in a row are there you're not right. you're not allowed to use it it just makes me think if i started a brewery called beer brewery or ale <laughs> brewery like what hell could i rain down on people with copyright claims it's right. like this this doesn't feel like them defending themselves or and, and also like with the keystone article i thought yeah definitely Keystone is trying to make people who like Stone drink this beer. It's, this is completely intentional. And that's not the case here either. I don't know why they're doing this. Well, oh, oh, go ahead, Jed. You first. Okay. Well, I was going to say, I think it's important to note that, like, in the Jimmy Buffett scenario also, it's like, you know, the the head brewers at Stone and Jimmy Buffett don't give a shit about this stuff. Like, this is, lo- lawyers are doing this for them. You know, like they're not making these decisions at all. Like they've hired lawyers and the lawyers are going out and defending the copyrights. Tyler, do you disagree with that? No, no. I was saying, yeah, let's get those lawyers. Oh, I thought you were making a face because you didn't quite agree with it. But maybe oh, no. you're just. I'm just thinking about all those Jew lawyers out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I heard a little chuckle there, I think. <laughs> I heard a little Becca chuckle. <laughs> that was me. I have a feminine laugh. Which he hates about himself. (laughs) Damn it. Um, But yeah, so I think that that makes sense. Like, the lawyers are going to go after everything, right? Like, why wouldn't they go after everything? That's what they're paid to do here, to defend the trademark. Well, So why wouldn't they go after Sawstone? Bad PR? Yeah, okay. I mean, I guess guess maybe those are... The people that care about it are idiots like us. (laughs) I mean, I, th- I think that if you're a big fan of Sawstone Brewing and you see this, you're like, well, I'm not drinking Stone's beer anymore. Fuck those guys. And I think that's a completely rational perspective. The article does yeah. offer another explanation, which relates to their tiff with Keystone. Uh, Miller Coors, who owns Keystone, has argued that um, the brewery's uh, trademark of the word Stone is, quote, conceptually weak because at least 10 other craft breweries actively use the word stone in their name. So this article says that now stone is going after all of these other breweries to make their case stronger in going after Miller Coors, which I think is interesting. So this mm-hmm. is, this is not about, I guess it's still, it's still the same general tactic, but it's just uh, building more ammo for their war against Keystone. That's what this article argues. Okay. I understand it then, but also still fuck you. Like, don't don't stomp on a tiny brewery so that you can be slightly better at fighting a bigger brewery. Hey, man, war as hell. Just like Stone likes to tout their shit as being they like they like yes. to think of themselves as being like craft as fuck and like team craft all day. You can't you can't do this if that's what your vibe is. Yeah, no, I actually agree with you. Uh, I kind of agree with what Jed is saying. Like, it is, I'm sure it is just lawyers being lawyers. But, I mean, have some, I don't know, I would like to see them be cool, man. Like, have some guidelines in place, maybe, that you can give to your legal team. But also, as you said, Sam, the system is set up to not really work that way. So, it's just, uh, it's no bueno all around, in my mind. Yeah, I mean, what if the guidelines to the legal team are like, we don't care about the other breweries, we just care about Keystone. Or even just care about Miller's Courts. And then 
they're like, well, Miller Coors is using this big, like they're using Sawstone specifically in the case <laughs> against yeah. us, which is is what's happening, it seems. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm not a lawyer. So here's what I think Stone should do. And also what I, in retrospect, think Jimmy Buffett should have done. And again, I don't, <laughs> I don't know things about laws, but I think that sure, this would work. Hopefully everyone understands that part. Yeah. <laughs> I think you could say, as Stone's lawyer, hey, Sawstone Brewing, that has Stone in the name, and you didn't license the word Stone from us. And they're like, I'm sorry, what? And then you say, it's it's cool, it's just, they're going to make us sue you, and we don't want to. And then they're like, what? And then you come up with, an, with a contract, which is that Sawstone licenses the word Stone from Stone for one dollar. And yeah. and now it's now it's not a copyright breach. It's it's like, oh, we, we agreed to this, so it's fine. We don't need to right. defend if this claim anymore because we're already on board. Yeah, I, don't I also the, don't know how anything works, but it sounds great. I don't know. I think that could you get in trouble because other places might be able like, can I license stone from you for one dollar? And they're like, nah. And then they're like, okay, we're gonna sue you because that's discriminatory or some bullshit like that i i guess that that might very well be why they don't do stuff like this but yeah uh it's it seems like you could i guess make it make it a little deeper like come up with some just a little more complication in the contract than one dollar but something that isn't like fucking anybody over and then Mm -hmm. so that stone and sawstone come out of it happy but Something that makes it harder for everyone to say, I want the same deal as they got. And I, I'm not even sure how discrimination lawsuits come into play when you're thinking about businesses as opposed to people. Like, I don't actually know if, legally speaking, you can discriminate against a business. But I guess all I'm saying is, my plan is great, and I'm going to start a spinoff <laughs> podcast called Law Genius, and it's just me yelling well, into a microphone. You could call it Law Bones. How about that? They already have a spinoff of Sawbones that is just legal stuff. So it seems weird to do that. That that seems like a copyright infringement issue. Well, Sam, speaking of you being a genius, uh, we had some fun with the uh, Montreal Cognitive Assessment. Oh, yeah. Um, do you want to talk about our, our, uh, our scientific uh, experiment here? I kind of forgot we were going to talk about this. I alluded to some content earlier, and it wasn't this. So That's okay. Yeah. Well, this, this will be my content then. Oh, great. No, well, then you tell me about it, dipshit. <laughs> so uh, the Montreal Cognitive Assessment Test is basically what Trump has been crowing about doing super great on. And so Sam texted me the other night and uh, said that he was going to get real trash and take it and suggested that I get real blazed and take it. And so um, I also I texted Jed about it and he said, I already took it. So I was like, cool, you can have taken it from a sober perspective. And oh, we'll you took have... it from a sober perspective? Yes, I already oh. have taken it sober. I didn't realize that you were also in on this. Fascinating. Yes. Yeah. Well, Jed, Jed, let's start with you then. I want to hear about your experience being, you know, uninfluenced by chemicals. Um, okay, I will say that some of them were, I didn't take it on paper. I did it in my head while looking at it. Like, and if there was anything I had to draw, yeah. I would like half draw it on the screen, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, I did but, the same thing. Yeah, um, so that was part of it. 
which makes <clears throat> a couple of the questions completely moronic. You cannot answer the questions with reading it. Like that doesn't make any sense. Right. right? There, there are like three or four of them that don't make any sense. Yes. Um, I thought one of the, the, the hardest parts of it, like the thing that I almost just got wrong, and if I was using a pen, I think I would have gotten it wrong, was the very first question. I think I would have fucked up if I was not. Connecting was the dots? Al- yes, connecting the dots and like alternating one, two, three, four, five with A, B, C, D, E. <laughs> I almost immediately drew a line from two to three. Which is just completely wrong, like specifically not correct. <laughs> Did you? So, so I had I had yeah. Becca administer the test to me, so she could like score me and everything. Did you score yourself, or did you just go through it? Um, I didn't score myself because I okay. skipped the mem the memory because right. right. I I was like, well, I'm not gonna yeah. do this. And, and like the one I where it's like tap A every time I yes. say it, like I <laughs> yeah yeah. And okay. I think the the memory one is such a big part of it that I was yeah. like, well, it's just doesn't make any sense yeah Sam, I, how I, was your experience i also tried to administer it to myself which i didn't like i guess if i had read the questions ahead of time i would have realized it wasn't a good idea but i also if yeah. i had read the questions ahead of time i feel like it would have made right the test a less authentic experience so like I, i'm I, I guess i'm not mad that i i did it the way i did it it's laid out like you are going to be able to just take it as you're yeah. looking at it. And yeah. then you get to a part where you're like, oh, I messed yeah, up. Yeah, I found the instruction sheet before the actual test. Oh. So I was like, uh, oh, okay. I just found a PDF of the test. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I, I, the, the thing I'll say is I think the memory shit I w- wouldn't have done well on. Like there was – actually, first I should say I was drunk enough that I just completely skipped a question and then realized <laughs> it. Two thirds of the way through that, I'd skipped one and went back and did it, which is not great. And I guess if I were, <laughs> if someone were administering it to me, then that wouldn't happen. And also, if I had a piece of paper, I probably also wouldn't have right. made that mistake. But the memory shit, like, it's like repeat the five words back and then later repeat yeah. them back again. There's, there's no way I would have gotten them all, uh, the second time around. Like I was taking the test too fast that it's like do it five minutes later, and it was like. 35 seconds later when i got to it so like that's not really fair but there's there's no way i would remember the five words especially not in order um i don't know i thought it was pretty easy my memory's trash and that's just like something that i know about myself so i took it and i found most of it pretty easy but i lost points because i didn't know what day it was (laughs) wait Wait, how did you like like day of the week or date yeah, one of them is like, what's the date? Oh, and I was like, I don't know. Yeah, the last one's like, date, month, year, yeah. day, place, right. city. <laughs> I, like, I, I don't know what day it is. It's my weekend. I don't have to know. Okay. Uh, so I lost the points there. That's pretty funny. Uh, but, How'd you yeah, do on the no, math I, question? I was thinking about you with that one. The math question? <laughs> count, count down by sevens from 100. Oh, I did fine on that one. I'm shocked. Wow, I'm shocked also. I thought that one was like, I mean, that's also the the type of thing that's like arithmetic versus math math like being good at math is being is different than being good at arithmetic but he's bad at both yeah he is bad at both (laughs) no uh, like i said overall i thought it was actually pretty easy but i was i was very stressed all the time because i was pretty high i was like oh god i'm gonna get it wrong (laughs) but uh yeah no i did okay my score was uh not demented so congratulations (laughs) congratulations thank you but I don't know, like, 
like, I guess it was harder than Trump made it sound. But at the same time, like, I would assume that the president of the strongest nation in the world would be able to pass that test with ease. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, yeah, you know. I mean, the real damning part is the the animals that it makes you say what animals they are. Like, yeah. the fact yeah. that that's on the test, it doesn't matter how hard the rest of the test is. You're not allowed to brag about it now. Well, so on the instruction page, it says that you can either call it a camel or a dromedary. And I was like, how many demented people out here are calling it a dromedary? <laughs> <laughs> you, that's like the bonus. If you call it a dromedary, you just, just like, you don't oh, have to take the rest of the test. Yeah. yeah, you're good. You said the magic uh, words. <laughs> well, we got one more article from IndieOnline.com. Ohio breweries encouraging people to vote with new beer. Every vote counts. I guess this is kind of one of those like crowd campaigns. You know, we talked about the Black is Beautiful campaign where everybody was brewing like a tweak on this Black is Beautiful stout and the proceeds go to, uh, you know, racial justice charities. This one, everybody is supposed to tweet uh, the or tweet, excuse me, create an every vote counts beer. But the thing is, there's no recipe. You can just make whatever you want. You just have to use the name any or every vote counts. And it doesn't appear that they're donating to anything, and I'm not sure what the point of this is. So your concern is that the money isn't going somewhere useful. My concern is I'm about to search every vote counts on Untapped, and I'm very curious how much stuff shows yeah. up. I mean, the like, I don't know. This is like beer is in the, the zeitgeist of yeah. like. It's just all these different types of things are like the same as just like memes you know it's like just crisscrossing beer and memes and stuff and like beer is trying to trying to stay relevant and on top of the times like none of this is surprising or it's just like so this feels very normal and natural like this type of thing now i just don't understand why you would bother to do this like i i don't know i mean i I get what you're saying but why bother? Like the the thing is, is someone going to just be grabbing a six pack at random from a liquor store, get home, see that it says every vote counts, and be like, "Oh shit, I gotta get my, I gotta request my absentee ballot." Thanks, every yes, vote counts. I, yes, I actually do think that someone could see every vote counts without buying it. I don't think buying it has anything to do with it. I think just seeing it in a store could remind somebody something about politics at all and that's like more than you know like more than my can that i'm holding right now does i mean i guess it reminds me of art and that i love mc escher so thank god for this i don't know i just i don't think this is going to have any sort of impact and i i get what you're saying by staying like in the zeitgeist but i don't know it just doesn't seem worth it to me well maybe do it more specifically like have your beer be called the Dane County Clerk's office is bad at stuff, so order your absentee ballot earlier than you think you have to, because holy shit, you guys. Did you know that uh, Three Stacks didn't get to vote in the primary because we we both ordered absentee ballots and only I got one? That sucks. That happened to me and Doug also. I, I just went two, out. I got two absentee ballots and he got none. That's so I put on my I put on my Hello Kitty gas mask and just braved the storm. I mean, yeah, you do what, what you got to do, but it's better to do it absentee if you can. I know. I know it is. 
Yeah. I voted I voted for Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Like no it shit. matters. I did too, but then my friends were like, You fucking idiot, you should have voted for Elizabeth Warren and I was like, Fuck, I should have voted for Elizabeth Warren. So that's how it went for me. I had des- I picks. decided that day of I was going to vote for one of the two of them who whomever was doing better. I was like they're both great. Just whichever one of them I'm fine with. Uh, and so much for that. What a guy. Yeah. I'm excited to vote in November like a fucking idiot. I mean, it feels <laughs> different. A little different this time, doesn't it? No, I feel like a total dumbass. <laughs> just because Biden's yeah. a turd? I just, it's like, again, we're the richest, most powerful, probably most talented country in the history of the world. And these are the two candidates we have to I represent know. us as listen, our highest listen, leader. This is what should happen. We pick, we Biden picks a VP that's like mm-hmm. progressive and a person of color. Yeah. And then as soon as Biden gets elected, we impeach him for <laughs> the sexual assault bullshit. And then we're done with him also. And we're like, see, we're not hypocrites. And vote I continually, something. I get, I get more and more remorseful about the fact that I didn't ram my car into his when I saw him that one time. Wow. What is what? this? Hey, that's, that, yeah. <laughs> I told you, when I first moved down here, one time I drove past Joe Biden, and uh, I thought about crashing my car into his, because whatever message I wanted to put out in the world would be like, you know, front page news, but then I didn't. I don't think you did tell me about that. Yeah. For legal Seriously reasons, did. everything I just said in the last 30 seconds was a joke. <laughs> would, would your goal have, would your hilarious theoretical goal have been to destroy him or just get attention well at the time i was thinking just get attention but wouldn't have been it wouldn't it have been great again another legal joke (laughs) (laughs) jokes are great at least we're not (laughs) recording this episode it doesn't matter it's a joke i mean uh it would be totally crazy like you were on drugs if you actually did that Speaking of being on drugs, I had a, an event happen to me this weekend. Oh, I'm excited for this segue. Yeah, me too. Uh, Don't let me down, Sam. It, oh, I'm gonna. Don't you worry. Um, oh. Last time Jed was on the show, we talked about like how prepared I, I was for the baby. Uh, oh, I, it was not much. Yeah. <laughs> and the baby's here? How long's it been? <laughs> the baby got high? <laughs> And the baby's a preteen and already smoking weed. <laughs> yeah, the baby thinks you're lame now because you're old. Uh, Fuck. No, uh, so we we got some things that we need, but we can't uh, put the nursery together just yet because we need to give that room a paint job. So mm. I did some painting this weekend. Oh, fumes! Oh, <laughs> the worst way to get high. <laughs> and. And as as I as I alluded to earlier, it's hot as all fuck out here, so uh-huh. we had the window closed to keep the AC, and then Barley kept <laughs> leaning against walls, and and there was a concern that he would lean against a wall that had just been painted because he's an idiot. So you closed the door naturally. So we closed the door. Yep. Had a couple fans running at least, uh-huh. and then it painted in there for a while. Not a big deal. Or so you thought. Not a big deal. We woke up today. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, when the job was done, I was like, fuck, dude, I need a nap, like, really bad. (laughs) (laughs) So I slept for, like, an hour. uh, And then 
and then as like there's some shit I should uh, like should have cleaned up immediately, and I was too lazy. Can't imagine why. Uh, I, I so I had to go back up to clean it, and I opened the door, and I was like knocked backwards by the fumes because <laughs> they accumulate so gradually. Oh my god! It's um, like a lobster boiling in a pot. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the frog actually that you're thinking of. I know that I wasn't. <laughs> how well? How many lobsters have you boiled? More than frogs. Interesting. I've so, never boiled a frog in a pot. So basically, you accidentally got high on paint fumes and then went to sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's my content for the week. Sick, <laughs> sick dog. Well, thank, God you, thank God you took that fucking test. <laughs> <yesterday>. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was actually. I took the test. In retrospect, maybe that's why I did so bad on the test. I, that was like maybe six hours after I painted. <laughs> You're cross painted. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh my God. What if you, you guys, actually. Yeah. You, yeah. You did some real damage. <laughs> You guys know Arrowid? No. Is that a language? No, Arrowid is like, it's kind of an early internet site, but um, it had like a bunch of information about illicit drugs back in the day, including like trip reports. And I used to go on Arrowid and read the trip reports of people who like huffed gasoline. And it was always (laughs) the saddest shit. Oh my God. It was like, you know, like me and my friend Billy Bob were in our trailer park and my parents were fighting. We decided to huff some gasoline and now I can't do math. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god. What what a very specific picture you painted of these posts. <laughs> that they were all like that. It was uh I don't yeah. know, something. Yeah. I'm Halo's. ready to rate. Let me rate. <laughs> oh, okay. Jed's done everybody. He's done. <laughs> Just let me. I've had this little tiny sip of beer for like the whole episode cuz this beer was delicious. Oh so. wow, internet gas. Yeah, shut the fuck up. I'm ready to rate. Well, let me let me rate and then you can talk about whatever dumb shit you're talking. <laughs> okay, thank you. You're talking. You can talk about a hot websites from t- 2014. Right? 2014. 2004. 2004. There you go. Do you remember fuckung.net? It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. I checked the other day. I always say uh, get that on a mug. Wait, that doesn't exist. I don't believe you. It's. I mean, it's something, but it isn't what it was. Get that on a mug. I'm, I, yeah, keep saying it, Tyler. It'll become relatable eventually. Get that on a mug. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That was surprising. Um, oh, wow. I guess it doesn't exist anymore. All right. Why would I well, lie anyway, about that, Jed? What the fuck? No, I just thought you weren't sure like if it changed its name. or I don't know. But it's gone, I think. Okay. Anyways, I'm finishing my beer. Mm. Delicious. I had blackberries in peach space, tart shake India pale ale from Cinderlands, Pittsburgh Brewery. The ABV I looked up, maybe they didn't put it on the can because it was inappropriate. It is 6.9%. And I thought this was nice. Yes, I can't. I have AirPods, so I can't do that thing where I get closer. Take take them out of your head. Yeah, take them out of your head. Nice. Does that work? Kind of. A little bit. I'm I'm chubbing up over here, so. (laughs) I thought it would turn the AirPod off if I took it out of my ear. But anyways, um, this was delicious. The blackberries came through pretty heavily. 
Um, I said that I got a vanilla, the vanilla from like a vanilla cream soda early. That didn't really stay that much, and I thought that it was going to stay more as it as the beer warmed up, but I didn't notice that. I feel like that's like the type like vanilla to me is the type of flavor that comes out more when beer warms up, and I didn't really quite get that, but that was okay. I drank it really fast. Um, I thought it was delicious. It wasn't super sour. It had almost no sour finish. It was uh, just very tart. Yeah, it wasn't overpowering. I don't think I would get a headache if I drank like three of these. And these are pints. So that was exciting. Really liked it. I think I'm going to give this a 7.8, 7.9. No, that feels low. You're right. 8.3. Give this an 8.3. I'm glad we can uh, help, Jed. Yeah, thank you. I saw it in your smoke. You know, I yeah. read the smoke clouds like two uh-huh. I was sending you signals. Smoke signals. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Is Smoke yeah, Signals so the I, name of a rapper? Because it really ought to be at this point. Smoke no. Signals is the name of, I think, a novella and movie about the Native American experience. That no. makes sense. It's not what, not what yep. I asked. On the face. Doesn't seem like you lied. Um, yeah, but I would recommend this to people that are drinking that. Again, I, I've said this before, but this is another one where it's like if you don't quite like the sour taste but you like maybe fruitier beers this is great it doesn't have a hoppy flavor at all i would consider this to be the most delicious juice (laughs) (laughs) this is the delicious juice of a beer uh yeah i try it i i think you'd like it yeah so i had bell's lighthearted ale a locale ipa 3.7 percent abv and it just wasn't good enough it had some kind of like, I'm sure, naturally plant-derived sweetness in there, but it tastes kind of weird, and the back is oily, and I didn't enjoy that. At 3.7, I'm going to have to drink a whole bunch of these anyway to get drunk, so you're not saving me on the calories. I would just, I, I think I'm going to give it, I think I'm going to give it a 3.5. I, I don't, I don't, uh, just just drink Easy, easy Ringer, that's better. Um, but I guess if you're a huge like Bell's fan, you could drink this. I think it's, <laughs> it's likely that I could get the Bell's option out here, but not. Where's the other one from again? I think it's Victory. Yeah, New York. So maybe not. I, I, we can get some Victory stuff out here, but not that much. Yeah, but I don't know. I just it's it did not did not impress me as far as the locale options go. Samuel. No, I'm second guessing myself. Is Victory Pennsylvania or New York? I think it's... I thought Victory was Erie. Is it not? I thought it was New York, but I'm not sure. Downingtown, PA. Oh. Well, I'm glad I'm glad we got this in. Otherwise, oh, the tweets I'd get. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I get vault. Shut up, Jew. Three. Uh, I had Untitled Art, Marble Halva Imperial Stout, and the thing about this beer is what a shame it is um, <laughs> because I, that makes it sound worse than it is. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. it. It's 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 kind of a one note beer of just like here's some dark malts for you uh, and you can really taste the booze in it, which is not my preference. I'm going to give this a three eight. And the thing that's a shame about it is how highly I would recommend this to three stacks four months from now. <laughs> that's funny. She, she just loves a, a dark beer and a beer where you can taste the booze, and this is those. All right. Uh, wait, before you 
toss to Sam for next week. Am I allowed to change my rating? I guess. Because I was thinking about other beers that I've had recently, and, like, I really... Nobody gives a shit, dude. Nobody gives a shit. (laughs) Nobody. Well, this is... Nobody this is for the shit. spreadsheet. This is for the spreadsheet. Yeah, nobody gives a shit about that. Nobody gives a shit. I'm changing it to an 8.6. Oh, all right. I'm comparing it to other beers, and I fucking, this is better than all the other beers I've had recently. I really liked it. Yeah, all right. Well, Sam, what are you having next week? Uh, I'm having gives a... a shit. Nobody gives a <laughs> shit. <laughs> Got him. Uh, I'm having truth, a beer though. that bills itself as a cereal milk stout so i think it's supposed to be like uh the the milk after you eat cereal oh oh okay well uh jed thanks for being with us and really honestly good job with the rating the last couple times bud keep it up 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 i'm trying my hardest all righty if uh, you want to tell Jed how good he's doing, you can email us at BrewsDayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at BrewsDayTuesday, or you can comment on our links at BrewsTuesday.com. Don't do the best. Keep it down. We'll see you next week. Bye. It's funny every time. <laughs> okay, goodbye. Bye. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes a shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. This one's on me. Fix you for free. Drink the remedy, forget about everything. This one's on me. Got what you need. And take your medicine. You feel better. I win again, coward. (laughs) Well, pranks on me because I have to stay (laughs) if I don't say bye.